Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, where you can find the new 2021 Ford Bronco, the new F-150, the all-electric Mustang Mach-E, and soon the Ford Maverick comes your way in 2022. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action. Do so today, and you can make sure that you get in on all the action for week three, or excuse me, week four of the NFL season. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans offers to you. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. So as we get, we're six minutes, or excuse me, six seconds from halftime in Thursday night football. The Jags currently lead 14 to nothing as Joe Burrow and company have the ball. There's just been a flag on the field. They've just taken their second time out. Doesn't look like they're going to be able to put themselves in scoring position on second and 10 currently. But right now, right now the Jags are in the driver's seat. But it's it's critical for Urban Meyer that he finds his first NFL win today because he is teetering on the precipice of something that will surprise you. The question that I want to start with, your Two Rivers Ford take here on the show, I want to know in the comment section, how many career losses do you think Urban Meyer has? Now, don't cheat and Google it. Let's see if you can guess how many career losses college and the pros Urban Meyer currently has on his record as we go to halftime of Thursday Night Football. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We will talk about it together over the course of tonight's show. I will give you the exact number, including college and the pros. How many career losses does Urban Meyer have? I see some answers. We'll get to them momentarily right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford offers you the Built For You program that allows you to find any Ford, any color, with any customizable accessories, gets it put together and delivered right to your door if you go out and visit them in Mount Juliet and they don't have the exact car you want on the lot. It's all about customer service at Two Rivers Ford, and that's what the Built For You program is designed to feature. Outside of that, the non-commissioned sales staff puts zero pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford is the best car buying experience in all of Middle Tennessee, bar none. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or do your window shopping online at tworiversford.com. So how many career losses does Urban Meyer have? Now, don't cheat and Google it, but we'll get to uh, we'll get to that here in just a second. Rogue Rooster on Twitch goes with seven, which is a good guess. Tony Yayod is saying 13. James Sangster on Facebook Live echoes what the rooster had to say, going with seven as well. Clayton Smith almost doubles that up, says 16. Ben Hall says probably less than zero. You know, it, it, based on what you hear Urban Meyer say about himself, you would assume that. But no, in fact, he has lost in his lifetime. Uh, 14 for Aaron Goff. Matthew Powell on YouTube says seven. Mike going with 16 and Titans Kyle, 12. 
Uh, Stokely says, considering Urban quits every job when things head downhill, I'd assume under 20 losses. And, and that might be a fair assumption, but not when you consider how long Urban Meyer has been in our lives as a, as a college head coach and now in his first season as an NFL head coach, because the record, and it seems like they're in good position tonight in Cincinnati to not to stave off this and keep Urban Meyer's streak alive. But Urban Meyer has never lost four straight games in his career. In fact, it's been since Florida in 2007, I believe, when he lost four games in a season, much less four in a row. It's never happened to him before. And so now, with a 14-0 lead, provided that they don't blow it in the second half against Cincinnati, Urban Meyer can find ways to get away from that streak. But when you talk about how many losses Urban Meyer has had total in his head coaching career, the number, and Ben Hall says you got to remember his days at Utah, and I will go back even further. I will go back even further and say to you that uh, that you have to remember his time at Bowling Green as well because, of course, he was the head coach there prior to Utah. So when you combine Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, Ohio State, and now the Jacksonville Jags, Elks70 on Twitch says, my guess is 25, maybe 35-ish. Well, you're spot on, Elks, as we sit here tonight. The career losses for Urban Meyer, provided that he finds a way to eke out a win tonight as we sit here doing this at halftime of the Thursday night football game, Urban Meyer has lost 35 career games across uh, across the course of uh, across the course of co- a coaching career that dates back a head coaching career that dates back to 2001 35 games total which is wild to me wow i guess i give that man too much credit says rogue but still that's crazy i mean we're talking about 20 years he's lost 35 games in 20 years it's outrageous how good he has been and how well he has been able to you know stave off the losing in college football. Now he comes to the pros and it's a completely different world. But if you're if you're guessing how many career losses Urban Meyer has, he's currently sitting at 35 as we uh as we get to as we go through halftime of Thursday night football with you, he can stave off his 36th if the Jags are able to pull off their first win of the season. Elks says that's 1.75 losses a year average. Crazy. Absolutely insane that that man would be coaching for 20 years and would average 1.75 losses per season across all of those different stops. Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, Ohio State, and now a three-game losing streak. So his average has gone up. His average losses has gone up considerably since joining the NFL, right? Because he's lost three straight to start his head coaching tenure in Jacksonville. And now, uh, with a 14-0 lead, looks like he may be able to find his first win in the NFL. The Jags have 35 in the last three years, says Nick LeClaire. I don't know necessarily how what the what the Jags' loss total is over the course of the last three years, but it's probably close to 35. It's probably not far off. But for Urban Meyer, he thinks that he can continue to uh, surge through, and he was talking this week about, you know, he thinks they're he thinks they're on the precipice, but you know, Urban Meyer. He may think he's making progress, but he's still telling the professional athletes that he he thinks they think, or he thinks that they need to learn how to win. 
I just want to win so damn bad for our players and for Jacksonville. You know, the crowd was, you know, appreciate them coming out and the, the noise and the, we're going to get this thing going. I know I said that last week, but damn, they played hard and, you know, our players played their asses off today. So just got to eliminate some mistakes and learn how to win. I'll answer questions. Urban, do you, uh, do you feel like you're making progress and do you balance I mean, obviously it's a wins and losses business, but do you see progress that you're that you want to see here uh, heading in that direction? Yeah, I see a lot of progress. Um, obviously, the, it's a like you said, this is a production-based business. We're all in, and you look on the one-loss column, it's not good. But yeah, that's a, I, I I still believe we got a good enough team to win, make a, make some moves this year and win some games. So I do believe we're making yeah. progress. Well, I mean, the progress currently looks like fourteen to nothing at halftime over the Bengals, who are two and one, and look to be frisky. Maybe not tonight. They they've struggled a little bit on offense, and the Jacksonville, you know, the Jacksonville defense has played pretty hard. But what I'll say to you is, it would be insane if Urban Meyer so damages his win loss or his average losses per year by losing potentially four straight in the NFL. It's insane to me. So when you at when I ask you the question, how many career losses as a college head coach and as a pro does Urban Meyer have? He's added plus three, which is double his average, more almost more than double his average in the last twenty years. Urban Meyer has been living right in the world of college football, but it turns out the NFL is a much different game. Uh, we'll continue the conversation here in just a second, and we'll talk about exciting quarterback and wide receiver combinations right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app and an official sports betting partner of the NFL is DraftKings Sportsbook. You can get in on the action right now by betting just $1 on any football game this week and receive $150 in free bets instantly, no matter what. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And the best part is you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2Z Sports. To receive 150 bucks in free bets instantly when you place a one dollar bet on any football game that's promo code a2z sports to get 150 bucks in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl must be 21 or older and present in tennessee to bet restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call or text the tennessee red line 1-800-889-97 Eight nine Urban Meyer, man. You know, I, I'm curious if the audience, curious if the audience starts to feel bad for Urban Meyer after a while. Now, I'm not saying that you should. I'm not saying that you have to. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm not saying that I do in particular. But I, I, Urban Meyer has lied publicly over the course of his career. Now that dates back to Ohio state and the, uh, the, the disgraced wide receiver coach that had domestic abuse in his background that urban clearly knew about and lied about publicly at big 10 media days, right? This goes back years and years and years. So I stop my, my sympathy for urban Meyer and my willingness to believe that he wants to win for the players. So damn bad more than he wants to win for himself. It doesn't, you know, it's hard for me to muster up that kind of empathy for a dude who is one of the worst 
um, who has been one of the worst. Ben Hall says, literally, no, he feels no sympathy for Urban Meyer. Um, Cam Myatt says, why? So they can get the number one quarterback coming out of college this year, LOL? No, I mean, they have they have Trevor Lawrence, right? There is no there is no sympathy there. Ryan Dominic says, Buck, is Urban Meyer the greatest college coach of all time? Or would you say Nick Saban or maybe someone else? Um, no, I mean, Nick Saban is, is beyond and away the most, the greatest of the college football coaches. You know, I didn't, I wasn't alive during the Bear Bryant era. I imagine most of you weren't alive during Bear Bryant's reign at Alabama. So I would say to you that Nick Saban is the greatest football coach, certainly of our generation and, and likely of many people's lifetimes because of the way that he dominates. Um, no question, Nick Saban says Cam Myatt, and that's coming from a UT fan. Ryan says, hell no, GTFO. Uh, <laughs> get the bleep out of here, says Ryan. He doesn't feel bad for Urban Meyer. I, here's what I'll say. I don't feel bad for Urban Meyer, all right? I, I don't have the slightest bit of sympathy for Urban Meyer. I do feel bad for Jags players because I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence because he's clearly talented. Uh, they keep running him on third and two. I hate. I It makes me nervous every time because he's 6'6". He moves very, very quickly for a dude that size, but I don't want to see him get lit up because of the way that they're just trying to generate offense with him on the ground. It's, you know, it's a part of the game, but it does feel reckless. Uh, Ben Hall says Urban doesn't feel bad for Urban Meyer. And, you know, probably nobody has more sympathy for Urban than the head coach himself. But I will say to you that Urban Meyer has been one of the consistently most despicable individuals across sports, whether it's, you know, what what he recruited at Florida and what he ended up you know, sacrificing to get wins in the SEC, what happened at Ohio State and the way that he had to resign in disgrace um, with his wide receiver coach who uh, who just remains one of the worst human beings of all time in the way that he was uh, he was accused and 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 basically uh, just demonized his wife with the abuse that he uh, that he was that he was committing both privately and then publicly when he basically turned an Ohio a rabid Ohio State fan base. On her, uh, Saban is currently trending to be a better NFL coach than Meyer, and that is an incredibly low bar, says Ethan Ramsey. It's a good point. Cody says he gives Urban three years before he leaves due to some excuse he comes with. I think three years is pretty generous because um, Urban Urban's going to lose a lot more uh, in Jacksonville, even if they manage to get the win tonight. Urban's going to take a beating um, in the NFL until you know this until such time as they can stabilize their personnel because the roster is bad in Jacksonville right now. The offensive line has been together for a while, but they haven't been playing well in at least this so far through uh, three and a half games of this season and dating back to last season. Um, Their defense still struggles. They're not able to get pressure on the quarterback right now in the way that Jacksonville defenses of old were able to thrive upon. They are, uh, they are problematic right now. And Urban Meyer, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't handle losing well. And so far, you know, they look like they're in good position, but uh, I'm certain that Urban Meyer is not going to take a 14-0 halftime lead for granted, given the way that the first three games have gone for him. Let's talk about exciting quarterback-wide receiver combos before we get you back to Thursday night football between the Bengals and the Jags. Question that I want to ask you guys on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, what's the most interesting quarterback-wide receiver combo in the NFL right now? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it at length together. Who is the most or what is the most interesting quarterback-wide receiver combo in football 
this year? Let me know, and we will get to that here in just a second. I'll give you my response momentarily. Right after I remind you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what uh, is what our friends at the Ashton team offer you, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, who are back playing preseason hockey, and A to Z Sports Primetime. I got my dream address without the stress through the Ashton team. Could not have been happier with it. My first home purchase. I've been in it now for just a little over two and a half years. I It's been a spectacular experience. And it was all made possible through the Ashton team. And if you're in the market to sell, like so many people are right now, to capitalize on this seller's market, sell for more with the best intel in Middle Tennessee real estate at GaryAshton.com. So what's your favorite quarterback wide receiver combo in the NFL right now? Uh, Tony Yayod says Kinsey and Tannehill. Well, I guess if you're a big fan of practice squad football, um, because otherwise you have not seen Ryan Tannehill throwing to Mason Kinsey. And hell, I, Ryan Tannehill doesn't even throw to Mason Kinsey now because Mason Kinsey is playing scout scout team wide receiver um, through the first three and now four weeks. Murray and Hopkins, says Clayton Smith, an electric combination. The Titans were on the uh, on the receiving end of that punishment that DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray were able to put on them. They continue to be one of the most explosive combinations in all of football they've got their team at a really really uh impressive record so far and heading into nfc west play this weekend we're going to see just how legit the arizona cardinals are as the second half begins in cincinnati joe burrow inaccurate on first and 10 uh Dwayne carroll says Tannehill and julio you know i think it's still pretty early that's intriguing um and we are talking about interesting that's an interesting one but we may not see that for a while, given that Ryan Tannehill, or excuse me, rather Julio Jones, expects to probably miss some time, at least on Sunday. We will see whether he is ruled out officially when Mike Vrabel speaks to the media tomorrow after practice. Um, the most underrated, says Cam Mide, is Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb. I don't know if, uh, and a big completion of Jamar Chase on second and ten. Um, I don't know that. I don't know that you can say that any Cowboys. Uh, any Cowboys quarterback, wide receiver, any Cowboys player is underrated, right? Because of the way the Cowboys get covered. Um, I said, I think it's a great one. I think it's probably one that doesn't get discussed. I mean, but I feel like a lot of the conversation around Dallas is about the quarterback, how well he's playing and about the wide receiver uh, talent that he has. Not just, not just CeeDee Lamb, but uh, Amari Cooper. They have, of course, uh, they have, of course, oh, Michael Gallup from, was Michael Gallup from LSU? I want to say he was, but I can't recall off the top of my head. He, he has Michael Gallup has missed some time, but they do have great, uh, they do have great skill position talent there. Dwayne Carroll says Rogers and Adams. That has been a fun one to watch, certainly over the last couple of seasons. Um, Tyree Beatty agrees with that. Chris Frazier says uh, Jamar Chase with a big play. Honestly, I think I'm. I think I'm getting Mills and Cooks as Alex M. Debele or Davis Mills and Brandon Cooks. Stop it! You're out of your mind. Uh, what I'll say to you is, I really, I really enjoy so far what I've seen. Now, this is the first Bengals game that I've had the opportunity to watch all the way through, and they haven't looked terribly sharp. Throwing the ball about 15 times so far, uh, with just over 13 minutes to play in the third quarter. Looks like they're going to throw it for a. Six or uh, 16th time to the big tight end. And that's a touchdown Cincinnati. So they're on the board. Jacksonville uh, already conceding 
that 14 to nothing halftime lead that they have. CJ Uzoma, I believe is how you pronounce the tight end's name, after since he missed a field goal, now 14 to six early in the third quarter. I honestly enjoy Burrow and Chase. I, I, I think that they are one of the most interesting quarterback combination, quarterback wide receiver combinations in football. I think that they're kind of, you know, they're the first and they're one of many quarterback wide receiver chemistry combinations that NFL teams are trying to replicate in uh, over the course of their pro careers, right? You saw Jamar Chase, of course, drafted by the Bengals out of LSU, as well as Joe Burrow as the, uh, as the number one overall pick a couple of years ago. You have what's happening in Philadelphia with, uh, with Devontae Adams. And, no, I'm sorry. Devontae Adams is the Green Bay Packers receiver. I'm blanking on, uh, I'm blanking on my guy's name, the Heisman, Tro- Devontae Smith, uh, who won the Heisman. Um, and is now in out in uh, in Philadelphia with former Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts, Tua, another former Alabama quarterback who's got Jalen Waddle. You're seeing teams try to replicate collegiate success in the pros by finding guys who have played together in years past and allowing rookie quarterbacks to start faster. Uh, what I'll say to you is that uh, is that Burrow and Chase really really intrigued me, especially after how the uh, how the reports were kind of talking about Jamar Chase struggling early on. It hasn't played out so far in the pros. He's had a lot of explosive plays in this offense. It seems like they've really, really found something special, despite the offensive line in front of Burrow not being the best. Uh, Touchdown talk says, yo, Buck, let me borrow that damn beard, sir. Hell, I even trimmed up the beard today. Um, the beard is the beard is a, is the beard is a great asset, and my barber does a great job to take care of my beard. Um, but no, I cannot let you borrow the beard because my face is fat right now, and I need the beard to make sure that I still look like I have a jawline, which is doing quite well. In fact, I think the I think the jawline uh, is made is made emphasized by the fact that the facial hair is strong. Uh, you know, shout out my Middle Eastern roots. Um, Devonte Smith should have went to the Pats or Miami, says Jordan Marbury. Um, I mean, Jalen Waddle was supposed to be good in Miami and, and has struggled thus far, and really the quarterback play hasn't helped him much Mayfield and Landry says Tony Yayod well you've only seen two weeks of that um and and Jarvis Landry is on IR the only reason I know that is because I have him on my fantasy team in the Titans media league it's okay to be fat says Dwayne Carroll no uh it's not okay to be fat um well if you are if you are overweight I love you just as much as I would if you were at your standard weight but I would say to you that it is not acceptable for me personally to be fat Buck's favorite topic, Chase is leading rookie of the year, says Ethan Ramsey. Yeah, I'm not doing rookie of the year, MVP, anything like that this year. Uh, the question is most underrated quarterback, wide receiver combo. I, th- I think, well, I said most interesting rogue rooster, but if you want to make it underrated, you're welcome to do that as well. But uh, now Lewis says Carr and Ruggs, which is a really good, really good selection. Ruggs doesn't get volume, but he's definitely a reliable deep threat for Derek Carr. I think you've seen Derek Carr look a lot better because he's able to complete those deep balls down the field. He has a target that he trusts. Uh, Mike Williams and Justin Herbert came out of nowhere, says Ryan Dominic. Yeah, I would say to you that uh, that Mike Williams had a hell of a game against the Kansas City Chiefs and Justin Herbert looks like the truth. Um, he's he's making all the rest of these young quarterbacks, you know, Tua, who's in the same class as him, the rookies who are struggling, even though I think, I think, uh, 
I think that Trevor Lawrence has had a pretty good night so far, even if they insist on running him on these third and shorts, which makes me nervous because I want to see him healthy and I want to see him succeed. But what I'll say to you is underrated. Um, Rube Roaster points out Car and Ruggs. Car is incredibly clutch. He has been really, really good this year. That Chargers, I think it's Chargers, Chargers Raiders coming up this weekend, if I recall correctly, that will be very, very enjoyable to watch. Let's quickly do a Brimac bounce back and get you back to the Thursday night football game before we conclude our primetime week. The question that I have for you guys is this, uh, the Brimac mechanical bounce back. Who needs to bounce back in sports this weekend? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll discuss it at length together. I will show you, or you will hear from, my Brimac bounce back candidate right after I tell you about the people who present this feature. Brimac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. The best in the business is Brimac Mechanical, and they will put you in a position to succeed. They will put you in your comfort zone, most importantly, as the weather starts to change seasons. Three locations in Middle Tennessee and in Kentucky is Brimac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. So, who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Uh, let's see. Matt Nagy tried to <laughs> tried to have Justin Fields killed, says Ethan Ramsey. Yeah, Matt Nagy. <sighs> the Chicago Bears, man. I feel so bad for Fields. I feel bad for Bears fans. Um, what a disastrous start to his tenure. And I, I truly, truly hate that um, for a young quarterback and for a fan base who has desperately needed decent quarterback play. Trevor Lawrence gets ready on third and seven, trying to throw a, uh, oh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. James Robinson on the check down will not be able to convert that third and seven. So Jacksonville is going to punt back to Cincinnati, who is coming off a touchdown drive, see if they can't make this game a little frisky. I'm sure Titans fans would love to see the Jags go down 0-4 to start the season. Uh, Tyree Beatty says Mahomes needs to bounce back, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Patrick Mahomes sitting at one and two, the Kansas City Chiefs looking uh, slightly mortal as of late. Now, you know, they probably would have beaten the Ravens if not for a fumble, but the fumble counts and so does the loss. So one and two are the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and you know, you would prefer if you're a Titans fan, them not bounce back uh, as the season progresses because you're getting ready to face them here in about, what is it, about a month? Uh, from now when they come here on a Sunday afternoon, Monday night football for the Titans and the Bills. And then that following Sunday, the Titans will play the Chiefs on a short week. But Brad Lipford gives the answer that I'm looking for. Ball football needs to bounce back after losing to Florida in the swamp, not being able to cover an 18 and a half point spread, which is good because I bet a ton of money on Florida uh, to cover the spread. What I'll say to you is the Vols need a, it's a must win against Missouri this weekend, especially given that the next handful of games on the schedule are kind of a toss-up right now. Justin, talking to some of the guys, some guys just seem perturbed that they lost that game, and, and it seemed to be a little bit of a motivating factor. How do you prefer that balance between you know, guys really hating to lose, but then also keeping things in perspective? If you don't hate to lose, you're in the wrong, wrong game, wrong environment, um, wrong building. Um, that's, that's important to me. Uh, it's important that we take ownership of the things that we certainly can, can control, could have controlled last week. Everybody wants to and is going to try during the course of, of, of the game, but your, your habits all lead up to it. 
we've gotten better. We're not where we need to be. Um, but uh, I, I think that ownership's really important. I, I said it earlier this week, that, uh, or maybe on my radio show uh, last night, that I've seen some, some leaders start to take a more vocal and active role in, in some position groups, and I think that's important too. So that's Vols head coach Josh Heupel. They have to, uh, they have to win. They have to win for against Missouri. They have to find a way to get bowl eligible. Missouri is how they start. That's a game that's infinitely winnable on the road for as bad as Missouri's defense looks. Now they can they can score with Tennessee, and Tennessee has been running uh, a pace of play second to no one in the country. They're tops in the league. They're averaging nearly three yard or three plays per minute, which is insane to consider. Uh, Two point nine nine plays per minute as opposed to the slowest team in college football, Army, 1.75 plays per minute. They have been rattling it off at an incredible rate of speed, which has given them an advantage. But against Missouri, they have to play a really, really solid game. It needs to be something that they find uh, find ways to get in. Ethan Ramsey says he plugged his radio show. Uh, smooth, says Ethan. Yeah, he's, uh, listen, he, he's, he's like me. I, I, I work all kinds of plugs in. Across every platform, um, sounds like he's uh, he's taking a page from our book here. Uh, was Heupel a former athlete? Says Tony. Yeah, he was a quarterback at Oklahoma, a very successful quarterback at Oklahoma. Uh, was he under? Uh, was he under Mark Stoops? Um, I don't I don't remember who was his coach at Oklahoma. Either way, he had a very successful career as a quarterback at OU. Uh, who needs to bounce back? I think that it's certainly Tennessee. Tennessee needs a big win, uh, needs a win. Doesn't have to be a dominant win. Just needs to be a win. They need to find ways to get to six games this year, and that means that it's time to end the show, as Chris Frazier correctly points out. Prime time. The next time we speak on this particular platform, I will be in New York City um, because I will fly out. Saturday morning and head to NYC and I will cover the Titans and the Jets. We will do the primetime show an hour earlier than normal. We will have a, we will have a, we will have a primetime show at 7 PM central time because one, they're not going to let me stay in the press box uh, until 10 PM Eastern in New York. And also the bucks are going to be in new England for Sunday night football. And of course we all want to watch that together. So I will say to you that uh, I will say to you that primetime an hour earlier on Sunday night. So keep an eye out for that live from New York. Uh, the radio show tomorrow will be a great time. Make sure that you're hanging out with us from 10 to one on one Oh four, five, the zone. We'll have John Reed. We'll talk Vols. We'll have coach Dave McGinnis of Titans radio. We'll talk Titans and jets. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. I will talk to you next in NYC. Uh, oh, six, one, five sessions podcast. Um, we, we're going to tape it tomorrow after Titans practice with Joe Rexroad and Teron Davenport, another big chunk play for Cincinnati, but there looks like there's a flag on first and 10 Teron Davenport of ESPN, Joe Rexroad of the athletic. We will do a, uh, a Titans week four podcast, and we will talk about all the storylines that are going to happen heading into New York and who potentially will not be available for them. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll see you on Sunday night. If not on the radio tomorrow, on A to Z Sports Prime.